0: You're listening to another episode of The Zag. Eric Sobe here, continuing our social distancing mini-series. Very important guest on today, Juan Gavita, former fellow, former board member. He's also our resident psychologist in the NLC LA alum community. We'll hear what his suggestions are to get through these strange and interesting times. You'll definitely want to tune in. Let's get to it. All right, Juan. Yeah, first question, are you still seeing clients right now?
1: Yeah, I am. I'm still, you know, we're right now we're kind of managing, we're trying to figure out how we maintain distance with the people that we're working with and also continue to provide services. You know, like I, it's, it's a part of a, like our social responsibility to, to continue to see our clients, but also maintain safety. So that's, that has been uh, uh challenging right now.
0: And are you seeing folks in the office or it's all done virtually?
1: So right now I'm, I'm moving most of my clients to to um remote uh sessions so online phone or video that's that's the uh those are kind of the next steps
0: and do you feel like you change your your approach or your style any different strategies in play when you're doing therapy virtually
1: uh, you know like I, I think uh a lot of the stuff really remains the same like you're you're still present for the person that you're you're working with and you know like i i think at that point you know like i have to check my my level of stress or anxiety or whatever that I'm, I may be experiencing or, or any of us. And, and again, we have to be there for the people that we work with, but you, you know, there is definitely a, a difference having someone in the room with you and, you know, having someone remotely or uh, either video or phone, it's it, there is that sense of distance that makes things a little bit, a little bit different, but, but it's so effective. It still works.
0: I and mean, then I know you've been, trained and you've probably even done uh, support for folks in crisis and it could have been from a natural disaster it could have been from a tragedy in in somebody's life what's the difference in something like this that it basically seems like every 12 hours right there's new updates new news and it's not it's not good news and there's also just a long-term unknown factor of when things will get to a state of normalcy or at least a new normalcy how do you kind of compare your approach when it's something known versus something kind of ambiguous unknown period that we're in right now?
1: Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's it's a little tricky because um, uh, a lot of the things that we deal with in our, in our room are really personal things, you know, you know, like a a trauma that you've experienced or, or some kind of insecurity that you may be having, or I'm feeling stuck somewhere, you know, like a, a work or, you know, there's a sense of myself or like, I don't feel good enough or, or, Things like that. It, this feels different because you know it's it's almost like we're all in this together, and at the same time, there's a little sense of, uh, like a, like a little sense of like where where we're gonna end up. So you know it, it feels a little uncertain because even you know when messaging is inconsistent or we don't trust the message or, or leadership it makes things a little bit more difficult because it's, it's, it creates a sense of instability, right. And, in chaos. So it's almost like I have to fend for myself now. And, um, as opposed to when you're working with someone, you know, on a personal level about personal things, you don't have that, that scale of anxiety all around you. Like every, like, you know, I hear people telling me that everything feels crazy. Everyone is on edge that may not necessarily be true. Right. But, but, uh, it's is that perception that's that's kind um, it, it's it's rampant out there
0: and it's been a relatively short amount of time, but of the clients you're seeing, is this the one main topic folks are talking about or do you also hear or maybe you're continuing with some of the the things that you've already been working with people on?
1: you know like th- this this is the the topic for sure like you know it's it's uh, yeah, people are still you know bringing up you know other things but uh, th- this is this is kind of where we start and and usually where where we end sessions and and so it's, it's been really interesting because yeah this is this is something that that it, it is affecting people like you know at a at a very personal level um yeah so if, you know like yeah i haven't I haven't heard one person who hasn't even who hasn't brought this up as a, as a huge topic in in a session
0: and then amongst the community of of therapists and psychologists, how do y'all support each other? What ways are you able to lean on each other for emotional support? For sure, but are there ways that you also share best practices and things that you find are, are working and resonating with people?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I I'm finding that. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm in a in a group practice, so all of the people in our in our practice were all licensed, uh, either marriage and family therapists, which I'm one of those, and uh, you know, or, or psychologists and social workers, but so. So, yeah, so we had a meeting on um, Tuesday and, you know, we had a conversation about how do we support each other, you know, in, in this time uh, as people, right? And and also, like, how do we support the practice and how do we support our, our clients? So we we came up with some, you know, some policies and some ideas. Uh, so th- that has worked. And, of course, like, you know, we have, like, a little group, uh, you know, messaging and text and stuff where we kind of uh, keep, like, a sense of normalcy and and. and you know, that the things are going to be okay. Uh, social media has been huge, I think, at this moment, because, like, you know, we do have groups that are dedicated for, like, you know, only therapists, and you see people kind of sharing resources, and, like, this is how you transition to telehealth. You know, like, this is how you... These are the regulations that are coming down the pipe. These are the things that are... um that are being implemented, uh, you know, or I have this expertise in this this area. Like, how can I assist? So yeah, like I, I see a lot of people sharing resources, which is, it's really great.
0: When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about resources available and what Juan recommends. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. Juan, I feel like there's a lot of conversations right now about when things get to a different place, maybe a month from now, two months from now. You know, we'll have this interesting and unprecedented data point in history. And so how we look at our systems should change, how we look at our, our health system, how we look at our response system. When you think about, let's say we're in November and December and things are relatively back to a normal, we don't know what kind of normal it would be. What large-scale system changes would you want to see advocated for when it comes to mental health so that as folks are coping with what happened, they can do it. But also as we look ahead to, to probably... Equally challenging circumstances, maybe related to climate change or something else, will want a mental health system that's strong as well. What kind of changes would you want to see?
1: Well, you know, for me, I think this is uh, almost like a, a wake-up call in some ways. You know, it's it's a when things um, when things are happening and, and it doesn't affect us, we we seem to kind of forget about it or, or ignore it, or you know, we're in that privileged position of um, if it doesn't happen to me directly, I don't I don't really have to deal with it too much. Uh, But when something like this happens and and we begin to see that it's not just, it's not just uh, other, other people, right? Like this could happen to me or a family member or a close friend or whomever. Uh, It it hits us in a, in a different, in a different, uh, in a different way. So, so to me, it's, you know, it's, it's almost like an opportunity to begin a, a conversation about how we, you know, change uh, certain things of our society so that we actually have some things in place, uh, including mental health services, including like telehealth, you know, how do we, um, you know, how insurance providers actually help us, you know, uh, reach to people who have no access, right? Like people in remote areas, like, you know, if, you know, if if it was already a challenge to see therapists uh, as it was, Mm -hmm. you know, it's even more challenging now. You know, especially when you know lines are you know or or internet connections are slow or not available or or whatever. So so you know it it it's really an opportunity to look at those things that we have been ignoring for a long time. And you know, instead of focusing only on, you know, something like the economy or money or all this stuff, like how we as communities need to have resources in place, uh, that can help us, uh, as people. You know, I I was having a conversation with someone yesterday, and she was panicking. She was like really, really panicking about the situation, right? Like she she said, uh, "I'm in this quiet panic mode, and I don't want to show how I'm feeling." And and uh, I what I wanted to do, and she wasn't a client, uh, you know, but it was a colleague of mine. And what I wanted to do was, you know, immediately. You know, go up to her and, and and give her a hug. You know, like a support. And but even that, like we can't do that. It's because that creates more panic. You know, so I mean, like the importance of human contact and how we forget that. Like we are, we are already a society that doesn't really touch very much compared to other places. And I think right now, like you know, a lot of us. That's what that's what people need. That's what we all need and uh, so it's it's making things a little bit more difficult because again it's putting those things in in perspective and and hopefully like you know this is a it creates a new conversation like in, at every level mental health you know our, our other institutions you know our our community resources um how do we come together as a community so yeah
0: that's really well said and thank you for sharing that and thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the zag stay safe out there From a health perspective, for sure, but also from a mental health perspective. And we'll uh, put some resources in the info of the episode if you want to seek out anything. And if you want to seek out more episodes, get them on all the places you get your podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. They're all there. A lot of interesting conversations in the last couple of days or so related to social distancing. But of course, all the other episodes from amazing progressive folks across the country. Those are all there, too, if you're looking to pass the time. So until we talk again, take care.